welcome you in to another edition of Inside Boxing Live. Dan Canobio, Chris Algieri, and we're coming to you. We're shocked. I am shocked, Chris. I'm sure you are as well. Going to uh, eat our words a little bit. We're going to offer an apology to Francis Ngannou because he took it to Tyson Fury. Ten round split decision for the Gypsy King who was humbled in Saudi Arabia. What a scene it was over there. I think every single boxer who laced up a glove was out there besides Chris. Uh, they didn't have me out there, but maybe I'll go next time. Chris, how are you? Can you believe what we just watched? Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou. Uh, I'm doing good. And honestly, I've never been so happy to be wrong and eat my words because, I mean, he fought awesome. Uh, I spoke to, so I, I think I've said it on air. I'm, I'm longtime friends with uh, Francis Ngannou's MMA coach, Eric Nixick. I spoke to him this a, morning. That guy's a G. He's a legend now. He's he's literally becoming a legend in the sport. Um, he was with uh, Strickland when he beat Adesanya. Uh, he's got a ton of great fighters. And uh, he reached out months ago when this fight first was announced. We kind of talked about a few things that, you know, because I've, I've been transitioned sport as well. I went from kickboxing to boxing. So he's kind of asked me some questions about that. So I couldn't be more happy for for these guys. And I I mean, I mean, we'll get into more of the, the nitty gritty of it. But man, I tip in the hat. Tip in the hat. I did the same Tipping yesterday. The hat. Well did the done. Same yesterday. Well done, gentlemen. Francis hey. Ngannou, welcome to boxing. I think a lot of people are eating their words. Um, we, When the fight first got announced, we were so against it. We did that instant reaction show, and I thought it was a farce. I thought it was a money grab. Um, definitely was a money grab in, in, in certain ways. But what we ultimately thought was that this fight is not going to be competitive. There's no way the best heavyweight of this generation uh, is not going to just wipe the floor with a novice. This was Francis Ngannou's first time in a boxing ring in an official fight. And what does he do? He drops Tyson Fury in round three. And that was a legit shot. Yeah, it was a little awkward over the top. Probably hit the top of the head of Fury. But look at Fury's face when he went down. He was like, oh, yeah. Oh, baby. You know, like, oh, I'm in a fight now. And I think Tyson Fury is humbled. And anytime you can humble or a guy like Tyson Fury, who for months now, for, for years, we have been just tortured by the guy in terms of his front facing videos, his empty negotiations, his empty call outs to Joshua, uh, to whatever the, the trilogy with Wilder, the general inactiveness, it all came to a head here in Saudi Arabia. And I think there's just something kind of beautiful about a guy who we thought could never was never going to get that moment where he got humbled because he probably or is the the best uh, of, of this generation, and to see him humbled like that, to see him kind of have nothing to say afterwards, cancel the pre the post fight press conference, you know they're already pushed back the Usyk fight. I mean, this is like a big time slice of humble pie for Dyson Fury. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, like I said, I'm like I couldn't be happier that that you know someone like this you know was able to to do what he did, and honestly, I mean. Fury could use some of that that humble pie, and he's eating it. And um, yeah, I mean, what an event! It, it, it's crazy that it lives up to the hype because there was so much hype, and it was so polar opposite of what we expected. We weren't expecting much at all. We, like you and I were talking about, this. I don't, we didn't think this was going to be a, be a contest. We thought that Fury was going to carry him. He wasn't carrying. Him. He's fighting for his life. He was fighting for his life. He had the he had literally had to dig into his bag and box to pull out the win. Like it was that kind of fight. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Listen, I hope Ngannou stays in boxing, by the way. Oh, dude. I told, oh, his, I told his coach that. I go, he goes, hey, could you, was there anything that, you know, you said we go, I'm work on anything. I'm like, dude, stay in boxing. Stay, stay in, in boxing. boxing. He's 100% he going to stay in. He looked great. 
He looked great. Right. The, the, the hardest part that guys have when they transition from other sports where there's kicks and wrestling involved is balance. And that's one thing that I thought Francis did really, really well. He fought. He didn't get overextend himself. I said, I said to, to Eric, I was like, I was so impressed with the man's poise. He was very patient. He stayed within himself the best that he could. He didn't overshoot. He didn't get over his front foot because what that's what a lot of MMA guys do is they come forward, they fall forward. They're always open for those shots up the middle. Never did that. Stayed on his back foot, countered well, used his strength, used his length. And I think the length was a big part for Fury. I didn't think he expected his arms to be that long because that hook that he was throwing, Fury does a 3-2, a lead hook, right hand combination. He catches you with a jab, catches you with a jab, and then he turns it into a, a hook and then a right hand. And you saw him come out in the very first round. That was the first thing he threw. And they had a counter for that. Uh, Coach Eric Nixick, Dewey Cooper. I mean, those are the guys that really deserve uh, the 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 praise. I know Tyson was in there, you know, and there were people saying, oh, he's trained by Mike Tyson. He, Mike wasn't there day in and day out. That was the a marketing really, thing. The guys who were really there were, were Eric Nixick and, De- and Dewey Cooper. And they were yeah. they they did an amazing job. They had a strategy for for Tyson's three to that, that overhand right that he throws. Throw mm-hmm. the hook over it. Pull back yeah. and throw the hook over it. And that was the punch that actually dropped, uh, dropped Fury. And he was doing it all night long. I was very impressed with his execution, Nagano, with the game plan. He obviously had a strategy. The jab to the chest, the jab to the heart was there. That was a consistent weapon for them. Uh, all around. I mean, very, very impressive work. Francis Nagano, welcome to the sport of boxing. Don't leave us. He's not going anywhere. This is awesome. I think there was a lot of people like trying to dunk on boxing. Our friend Ariel was having a quite a victory lap on Twitter saying the smug boxing uh, media let the you know let's give him an apology and we finally got one uh, MMA we did it and it's going to open the doors to more I'm not looking at it that way I'm looking I, I'm I not think, either I think Helwani I think a lot of the MMA people are kind of underestimating how lowly uh, boxing fans were starting to think of Tyson Fury I think there was a lot of people that came away from that fight in, in the boxing world that were like, finally, this is what Fury gets, man. This is what he gets for being so inactive. This is what he gets uh, for not fighting those big fights. A guy like Ngannou can pop in there and embarrass him. And for Ngannou, I mean, he's not going anywhere. This is a, a new player in boxing. This is a great thing. We're talking about a division uh, that has been so... The, the fights have been so sparse. We haven't gotten them. Now you throw in a, like a, a new character. Now you throw in a guy that has an, the MMA world behind him, who has an unbelievable story, who's great uh, in, in interviews, who's powerful, who knocked down Fury. Throw him in the heavyweight division. This might jumpstart it a little bit. This might, you know, get Fury and, and get Wilder and get Joshua wanting to fight Ngannou because I, I think that he saw a $10 million paycheck. There's no way he's going back to the cage. And he has this deal with the PFL. Um, that allows him to go out and seek boxing um, matches. I would be shocked if he gets into the cage in the next three to four four years. The guy's going to make so much money. I, I, I We went into this uh, fight saying this is not on Ghana. We're very happy for him. Uh, it's a guy that went out there and figured out his worth and, and defeated mm-hmm. Dana White and all that. So I'm happy. I mean, I'm thrilled. I think, Chris, you're the same way. It's like we got a new we got a new character. We have a new guy in the heavyweight division. WBC wants to put him in the in the top ten rankings. I actually don't think that's that wild, considering how bad the heavyweight division is. So, uh, MMA fans can say, "Yeah, we got one, we got one," but you know, no, you didn't. You we took one. We have Francis Ngannou yeah. in boxing now. Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 you, you took the words out of my mouth. I was like, yeah, no, no, no. We got a new one now. <laughs> you, 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 you think you got a victory? First of all, you didn't. He, he did lose. But now we got a new fighter. We got a new, we got a new heavyweight that can, that can be in the mix. And I remember the first time I met Francis, he told me boxing was his first love, 
and he wanted to be a boxer. He just went the route of kickboxing and, and MMA, which happens to a lot of us. I, I mean, boxing was always my first love, but I went kickboxing first. Um, and then I came over from 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 that. But listen, man, come on, Francis. If you're listening, stay in the cage, bro. I say stay in the ring, bro. Dude, <laughs> no, was... you think he's going to leave? He's like, he just got a taste of one of the biggest events, uh, $10 million at, at the minimum. And he just took the best fighter, our best heavyweight of this generation to the to the brink. Let's actually talk about the fight. Um, I know the fight was almost seemed like an afterthought because – you know, even if um, Fury got his hand raised, a lot of people thought he lost because he went uh, life and death with a novice. You know, I wasn't judging it. You know, I, I was uh, kind of just laying back and watching it as a spectacle. Didn't think that it was going to be anything worth scoring. But I will say this. I, th I thought the first couple of rounds, uh, maybe Ngannou won the second round. Uh, the f first round was like a feeling out one. Fury started to kind of find his rhythm in around the middle. And then the fourth, or excuse me, the third is when uh, Fury goes down. And then the middle rounds, I thought Ngano had a great game plan up until the knockdown. I thought after that, he started to get a little head, uh, head, he started head hunting and he kind of got away from his game plan a little bit in Ghana before finding it again in the eighth. What Ngano is going to kick himself for is the eighth, or excuse me, is the ninth and 10th round. He only landed six total punches in the ninth and 10th round. Uh, Fury stepped on the gas pedal in the ninth and 10th and got the close decision on, on my part. I could see it being, you know, uh, Fury winning five, uh, six rounds, six to four, uh, but with the knockdown makes it a one-point fight. Uh, that's how I could possibly see it playing out. That's insane. Like, that's how I saw the fight playing out. How did you see it? Yeah, I had it seven three, seven three, six four. Then the knockdown brings it that much closer. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Nganu could have done more. He fought a very reserved fight, counter fight, which really worked out, worked out well. Um, cause there were times when he did move forward and, and then you saw the, 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 the problems with balance and kind of getting over his front foot at times, getting a little bit, um, a little bit wild there. But other than that, I mean, no, he, he boxed great. He looked, he looked, he looked like a boxer. Um, uh, but yeah, for Tyson, Tyson won the fight. It's still, it's still a boxing match. And so Tyson won and, but the name of the show is the baddest man on the planet, right? Yeah. Francis Ngannou is the baddest man on the planet, not Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury won the match, won the fight, but the baddest man on the planet is, is Francis Ngannou. Tyson Fury won the fight. He lost the war. Quick timeout to talk to you about our friends over at DraftKings. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And uh, with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Uh, basketball is even more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code IBL. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's just $5, and you get $200 in bonus bets instantly only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code IBL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, or you can visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, 877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for gaming problem, call 888-789-7777, or you can visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf 
of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas. Licensed partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in ONT. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions term and responsible gaming. Now back to the action. Yeah. yeah Dude, I mean, how is he dealing with this? This is a guy with the probably the biggest ego in the sport who parades around in, in blazers with no shirt underneath, who likes to bang on his chest and let everyone know that I'm the man, I'm the baddest, not only in boxing, but M- MMA too. Yeah, he won a, a split decision, but what we're going to remember forever is that picture, that shot of Fury on his ass and Ngannou standing over, not just standing over, dancing over him. That is not going to sit well. With Tyson Fury, I am so curious about how he's going to handle this because it's the first time in his career, I think, that he's got a slice of humble pie. Yeah, he went down uh, to Wilde. He went down to Cunningham. He was down earlier in his career, uh, but that was before he was the Gypsy King. This is going to be really interesting to see. Usyk jumps into the ring. Usyk seizes the moment to kind of jump on a on a shell-shocked Fury and starts saying, all right, December 23rd, December 23rd, I'm ready, I'm ready. He sees the cut on his face. He's a vulnerable uh, Fury. Right away, uh, uh, Frank Warren is saying, nope, not December 23rd. This fight will not be happening December 23rd. We have until March uh, to get it done when it's right of season uh, in, in Saudi before they're no longer interested in putting on these fights. So uh, that's not shocking t- to see that. But I want to see how Fury responds to this. His ego is damaged. Uh, he's got to come out and, and fight Usyk now. I actually think it makes the Usyk fight even bigger. I think it adds fuel to, to Fury. I don't think he wants to go out like that. I think it also raises some doubts, too. I think some people out there who thought that Fury would wash Usyk, I understand uh, Styles make fights, maybe we're seeing some slippage. We're seeing a guy who's 35 years old in, in Fury who has fought maybe once a year. You're talking about inactivity. You're talking about a guy that relies on movement, and that, that can go first uh, when you're a heavyweight. Where were the jabs uh, against Ghana? The guy only averaged 14 jabs per round. Where was the uppercuts? You know, where was the gas tank? So I do think there are some signs of slippage, but I also think he just didn't really take it serious. He didn't train hard. He didn't really think much of it. Just greed. Greed, and and he just got a little ahead of himself, and he ended up on his ass. <laughs> it's it's that old saying, fuck around and find out. Tyson Fury fucked around and he found out. I can't speak to his training. If he if he, if he he didn't take the fight seriously, I don't know any of that, you know, for sure, for certain. I don't think any of us will ever. Right. But he did not look he did not look good. He did not look sharp. His his punches were. I'm I'm watching I'm watching these punches that are that are thrown. He's normally very accurate with, and they were just off. Even the punch that 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 dropped him, he was throwing his three two, and he just he just literally missed with the right hand. He was it just missed Nagano's chin, but he 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 punched the wrong place, and that allowed for the punch to land over the top and hit him on the head and knock him down. Now he gets behind that shoulder the way he normally does. He puts that 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 punch where he needs to and clips and gone in the chin. He wins that that exchange. Doesn't get dropped. But he was off. Everything was off. He just right. it could have been the awkwardness of Ngannou. It could have been things that you said in terms of not taking this fight seriously. Uh, it could have been just combination uh, of both. A, a little bit of hubris going in there, like oh, I'm going to come out there and just bang this guy out. I don't need a jab. I didn't. I didn't train for a jab. I trained to throw three twos and knock him out with, with big right hands. Um, that's the thing about jabbing. If you have not trained your jab for any camp, even if you're a good jabber. You can't just go out there and just start jabbing. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be there. The timing's not gonna be there. The shoulder conditioning isn't gonna be there. Uh, the the rhythm isn't gonna be there. And that was the thing that was really off. I thought with Tyson was his rhythm. He's normally a very rhythmic fighter, and he builds. That was not there. He could not build his momentum. He could not find his rhythm. And again, he mentioned how awkward Ngannou is. And Ngannou, listen, he was he was he wasn't awkward in terms of. Oh, I'm watching him like oh, he doesn't look awkward. But listen, the 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 movement and the way guys move together and that rhythm. 
that can be thrown off by a guy who doesn't really understand the dance moves. And Nganu does it. He's not, he's not at that level. So like you faint the guy and he doesn't react. It's like, well, that kind of throws you off. Yeah. So a lot of times when you fight those guys who are lower level in terms of their boxing IQ, but are still physically strong, makes for a really, really difficult fight. Yeah. I fought guys like that early in my career that are just like strong, but just their boxing just wasn't there. I'm fainting. I'm doing all these moves and they're not reacting. It's like, oh, okay. I just got to fight you now. And then it becomes somewhat of a more even fight. Yeah, I think in Ganu, um, another thing too is the strength. I think the strength really so took, took durability Fury off. Yeah, durability, chin, the strength. I think this, you know, on those exchanges inside where they were holding and stuff, I think for the first time in a long time, Fury tried to out muscle opponent and he really couldn't move him. Another thing, uh, back, but uh, and that's to- what I was saying about the balance of Ngannou because yeah. a lot of times, even strong guys on the inside, when they're boxing and they have shoes on, they're not used to the balance and the exchange. And a lot of times, a guy like Fury will be able to muscle a guy around that way because they don't have their feet underneath them. And Ganu did. He had a great balance on the inside and was very, very strong. He is very strong. I think a lot of, I was at least looking at this. I was like, all right, Fury is going to do what he did to, to Wilder in the third fight. He's eventually just going to like overpower him. And then there's going to be a stoppage late. I was waiting for that. And that just never came. So that's interesting to see. I think there's for the first time in a long time, we have questions about Tyson Fury. I'll ask you, Chris, this Usyk fight, I asked you a few months back and you were like, there's no chance uh, Usyk can beat Fury. After what you saw from Tyson Fury against Ngannou, do you give Usyk a better chance to beat Fury in an undisputed fight? No. No. I don't think it matters. It's the styles make fights. I think it's size. One of the things that we saw last night with Tyson Fury, he has trouble with guys his size. He's They were five pounds apart, 278, 273. A big man, long arms. Um, the, the physical size. Um, you know, he hasn't fought a guy his size since he was lighter. I think when he, I think when he fought uh, Klitschko, who was probably one of the guys who was closest in terms of weight. You know, we, we think about the Wilder fights. He still outweighed Wilder by 40, 50, 60 pounds. You know, yeah, he's the same height, um, but different size men. Now we fought a guy as tall, as big. You know, a little bit shorter, of course, but still physically strong, able to 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 deal with you know that 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 physicality. The problem with the Usyk fight that I said that he would have so much trouble is the physicality. Is 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 going to be Tyson putting his body weight on him, being a you know being a rough guy on the inside. And sure, he couldn't do that to Ngano, but he's going to be able to do it to Usyk. So I don't really change my mind on on that prediction for that fight based on on this performance. It's just different guys. You, you got two different human beings in the in the ring. It's 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 you know the the skill set, the boxing IQ. Um, um, the willing, the, the willingness, and the ability to find a way to win from Usyk and Ganu is just a beast, man. He's just a big. Do you think strong, it's a closer fight, though? Deadly you, focused guy. You think? I think the odds have shrunk a little bit. Do you think it's a closer fight? Is there anything from like a, a defensive standpoint f- from uh, Fury that you saw in there, or or the rhythm, or was there anything in there that maybe this is a closer fight than we uh, have all expected? No, I it, it, it does not change my mind. It does not change my mind. I think I think that. Tyson looked rusty. I think that Tyson had an awkward guy in front of him. I think Tyson had a very strong guy in front of him. It's very, very different. Sure, Usyk can make things awkward, and he's a difficult guy to hit, but I'm telling you, man, it's going to be the size. And now Fury has got a fire in him. That humble pie. That humble pie can go one of two ways, right? He's either falling off the deep end, and we're not going to hear about him anymore, and he's going to be in a halfway house, or he's going to actually get in the gym, get in shape, and, and come out guns blazing for for his next fight. I actually think that's 50-50 possibility some, yeah. on the in terms of which way he goes, yeah, yes. humble pie, humble pie can 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 drag you in in uh, like into what many is he dark feeling depths. today? Like what is he feeling today? Like he went into this, you know, I'm putting together this MMA fight. I got every legend in the sport here in the crowd. Which at first I thought 
was cool. Then I was like, all right, they're obviously there because they got paid by the Saudi government. Then it became cool again because watching the legends watch the fight, it was so like Pacquiao was so pumped. Tyson was pumped. Holyfield, Lennox Lewis. Then you have all the MMA crowd. And it, it created this like legit MMA versus boxing uh, audience. And it just happened to be not just fans. It was actual legends of the sport, like Chuck Liddell, Junior uh, Dos Santos. They were going absolutely nuts. Uh, Israel Adesanya. So it really had this boxing versus MMA feel that, you know, a lot of these fights didn't have for a while. It started to get stale. It started with uh, Mayweather and, and McGregor. And then for a while now, for the last five, six years, they've, we've been trying this boxing versus MMA thing. It just has been stale. The fans are not as into it. The 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 fighters aren't as into it. But this is the, the biggest crossover fight since May, Mac. And having the, the fighters there was so damn cool. Having Adesanya and Usman there uh, to walk Ngannou in there. And like Ngannou just seems like their guy. Like he's the, the king of the MMA world. And now he's potentially the king of the boxing world. He's clearly the king of the combat world. Anyone that can humble or make Dana White and Tyson Fury in this simultaneously crown him. That's Francis Ngannou because Dana White fumbled this so bad. He was telling Ngannou, "You fumbled the bag. You don't leave the UFC. You can't possibly leave the UFC for a gimmick fight. You're not. There's no one out there for you to fight." Well, not only did he leave the UFC, he got a Tyson Fury fight and he nearly beat him. Imagine if the UFC was involved with this fight and Dana White did the right thing and gave Ngannou what he wanted and then uh, was a promoter of this fight, it would have been even bigger, and then he would have still had a piece of, of Ngano. Now he has no piece of Ngano, and he looks like a fool, Dana White, and it's not often he looks like a fool, uh, but he does this week. I also Def think, Chris, go ahead. Definition of betting on yourself. Francis Ngano did it. They knew what they had. They know what they are. Um, they, 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 Him and his team and himself, they believe in themselves. Uh, this is... Uh, I mean, it's an awesome story. It really, it, to, to add on to the awesome story that already is Francis Ngannou, um, incredible. This is, I'm, I'm super excited. For it. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for the guys. I'm so happy that this happened. I think it, it spices things up in a way that is super unexpected. Um, I mean, we've been, we've been shitting on this fight for so long, and like now we're on, on the other end of it. We're, we're excited about it. Well, that's <laughs> the, that's the. In hindsight, of, we're excited. Right. That's the beauty of our show, and that's the beauty of, of you and I. It's like, yeah, we were shitting all over it, and I didn't give Ngannou a shot at all, but. I'm not afraid or I'm not ashamed to come out here and say we were wrong. A you lot know, of I'll people. Leave, I'll leave my, I'm eating my words with a smile on my face. Like, <laughs> right. This, we got great. Francis and Gano What's good and for it. boxing is good for, right. is good for a lot of boxing. I do think this is going to, I think this poured gasoline on the boxer versus MMA fights. I actually thought it was dying out, but it is yeah. going to be back with a, a vengeance. I can actually see a Sean O'Malley fighting a uh, Javante Davis or uh, or a, a Devin Haney. I can see Usman or any of the middleweights. Leon Edwards trying to fight Canelo Alvarez. I can see some uh, of the heavyweights. Leon Edwards, Leon Edwards could probably do it. He's he's a very good striker. Right, Leon Edwards going up uh, against uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez. I can see this starting to gain some more steam. I can see it kind of uh, back into the, the forefront because finally MMA got, got their, got their win, even though it wasn't a win because for years they've been just been getting pushed down by boxers and then the boxing side of things. But this in the biggest one, MMA came out on top. And I think this is just going to fuel the fire for these crossover fights. I honestly do think that there is a market for them now. As crazy as that sounds, do you agree? I do, and especially you know, because Saudi is going to be and would be more involved in that. I don't think they want to be just dealing with boxing or just dealing with MMA. But the crossovers, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for that. But I, I, I honestly, the, the same. I think the same problem applies. I think that this is a different case because it's heavyweight. 
Heavyweight's different. I think at the lighter weights, it's much more of a problem for the guys to make the crossover and to be successful. Um, but and 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 for heavyweights, it's not just because one punch can change anything. Obviously, it can, um, and power matters. But it's just it's just everything. But I, I always say heavyweight boxing is almost a different sport than every other every other weight class. The guys, it's just one mistake is could be good night for everybody. Everybody can knock everybody out. Um, the pace is different. Everything's different. So I think it was a it'll be more conducive for heavyweights than it would be for other weight classes. Um, but you're right. It still spurred them on and guys are going to want to do it and they're going to be chasing money and there's going to be opportunities. So more power to them. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. It only works with, with heavyweights. There's a reason why it didn't work all those years. Uh, it's, it's a pretty big sample size. So uh, Sean O'Malley, I still think has absolutely no shot against tank or, no. or Devin Haney or any of these MMA guys around the weight of Canelo are not going to have any chance. It's when you're heavyweight, it's different. It's less movement uh, with the legs. It's more power. You can make up for bad boxing with game-changing power. I'm not saying that's what Ngano did because I actually thought he had really good boxing skills, mm -hmm. and I uh, want to see him. Uh, but we we got to remember he was a kickboxer. Like he was, he's not just like he wasn't a wrestler turned MMA guy turned you know UFC striker, champ to right. boxer. He's a real striker. Like he was a kickboxer, um, and I was a kickboxer. There's only a couple of us have been able to transition and become world champions, but you know we're out there and, and but you know striking, striking. If you fall out of headgear. Um, if you punched and stood and didn't have to worry about shot, like guys shooting on your legs, it makes a big difference. Um, who would you like to see Nganu in the ring with next? I think he's going to go right for the top. I don't think he's going to go and, and fight like a, a more lower level guys in the heavyweight. Who would you like to see Nganu in the ring with? Wilder came to mind right away. Um, but I would rather see him with like one of the middle tier guys, like a Dillian White or Chisora. Um, and How just about the that's a really tough. That would fight, be dude. nuts. Zang. Really put him in there with Andy Ruiz. Put him in there. Obviously, Joshua no, fight. No, no, I don't I don't like the Andy Ruiz fight. Andy's a nightmare. And he's he's with the fast hands and his ability to get inside. I think I think that'd be not any and he can really punch. I I, I, I want to see Francis get in with a guy that he should beat. Like he like a boxer that he should beat in, in over a 10 round fight. Like that's why I mean, like like I said, like a Dillian White or like a Jazora. Um uh, but will he go that route? That's the thing. Like he just got a taste of the, he got the, he just got a taste of the high life. He got a taste of 10 million and the biggest fight out there. Is he going to go right back to it? Like, a, is he going to go back to a, a middling heavyweight or is he going to look for Wilder? Is he going to look for Joshua? And the funny thing is, I think they're looking for him. Oh yeah. Oh, they totally. him looking for him. I, I think it's actually Ruiz. I think it's Joshua. I think it's Wilder are now going after Nganu, which well, is I, absolutely I nuts. It's going to be really easy to get himself a rematch you, after you the think, undisputed fight. Yes. So, so I'm saying if he gets a fight, in the between, titles, if he fights a fight in between, he gets another, he gets a win. He gets his first win as a boxer. He gets, a, he gets another training camp with, with his coaches, with Nick sick and Dewey Cooper. And, um, and then he gets another bunch of rounds in, you know, whole, the whole experience. And then he calls out Tyson and goes, I beat you. Now we do it for the belts. I'm ranked Bad. now. Dude, that actually sounds like a rocky script, but it's real. No, but it's real, and I think it's a very easy fight to make as long as Tyson gets past Usyk. Um, and then listen, Usyk, Usyk, and Ganu couldn't. That could happen too. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I love this. This is why I was so excited last night. I couldn't. I literally couldn't sleep because I was putting together so many different scenarios and so many takes. This was a shot in the arm for the heavyweight division, and it's also indicative of what the heavyweight division has become i thought it all came to a head in one night for years now for generations uh this generation of heavyweights has been not fighting each other they've been inactive they've been greedy 
and they have a guy like Ngannou come out of nowhere and step in there and kind of take that from them. So they kind of deserve this. I, I will take. He's Joshua. a humble. He's a humble king. Ngannou is a humble king. king. The guy says everything the right way. I'll take Joshua out of that because I think he's uh, very active and I think he yes. wants to fight the best and he has the best resume of them all. But the Andy Ruiz's, the Deontay Wilders, the Tyson Furies, they have been maddening in the heavyweight division. They have been frustrating fans by not fighting each other. Uh, a lot of greed there, a lot of inactiveness, pissing fans off. And this is what happens. A guy like Ngannou pops in. Now he's the flavor of the week and I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, in the heavyweight division. Really fun fights to be made. I think this is an awesome time in boxing. Uh, all these people taking victory laps, saying boxing's dead, and, oh, no, this is a, a terrible night for boxing. I don't I, I don't agree at all. I think we just got a shot in the arm. I think we just have a, a new player at, at heavyweight, and I don't think he's going back to MMA. I think Francis Ngannou's staying in boxing. Now, Francis has been baptized in the fires of, of boxing. He is now a boxer. He is he he's, he's one of ours now. And I said, humble king, and listen, I, want, I just want to make a point about what you're saying about these guys who are not being active um, and pissing fans off. They're also ruining it for other guys, other fighters. There's a reason promoters don't want to pay guys because hungry fighters fight harder. So they have, an, they have an incentive to keep us hungry and dangling because these guys get paid and then they fucking disappear. It ruins it for these for us for the other fighters that are coming up. They're like, oh, they've been fighting for so long to try and get these these big money fights because a lot of times the guys make money, they 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 disappear and they wait for the big money and then they then they're then they're not making fights, not taking fights because because they've they've gotten that taste of the big money, and it's just it's a shame. It's a shame. You know, if, you, if you're a fighter, you got to fight. And, and now they're gonna yeah, come out of the woodworks. There's money at there's money at the end of the, at the end of the tunnel at the end of the rainbow, but man, come on, you gotta, you gotta fight your way to the end of that rainbow. It's not, it's, it's not get one big fight. And then just like me after my Pacquiao fight, I, I, yeah, I made a lot of money in the Pacquiao fight. I went right to Amir Khan afterwards in like, like five months. It wasn't like I took, gotta do that. Took a, I didn't take a victory lap. I went to go make some more money and go fight hard fights. That's, that's what's missing with these guys. They get a taste of the, uh, of that green and then they disappear. It's mostly the heavyweights. It's 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 Andy Ruiz. I'm looking at you, and now you, I'm sure you. I'm, I would not be shocked if he does. If I see unboxingscene.com that he has, he calls out um, Engano or guys like that. Wilder too, for to a lesser degree. One fight in the last year, or one fight in the last two years, and he's trying to make the Joshua fight. And Joshua was the one that's active. Joshua was the one that's willing yeah. to to take these stay busy fights. Well, he, and, and, and he's better. the richest one of all of them. He makes the most yeah. money of all those guys. And, and, and he's, he's got the, the best one who's still being active. Yes. But even though Nganu Joshua in Africa would be insane scene. Yeah. But my mind doesn't go to Joshua first when I think no. of Nganu because he just doesn't have the knockouts anymore. He just is not that fighter. My mind goes right to Wilder. Wilder yeah, Nganu is the next big one if we don't go back to that plan that you just said, even though I like the plan you had even the best. I think uh, Ngano can get a, a win over like a top 15-ish, top 20 heavyweight. Wait to see what happens with Fury and Usyk and then challenge that winner for the Undisputed titles. That would be epic, and I think that's the way to go. And I think Ngano has a really good team behind him, obviously, because he was able to get out of a UFC deal and defeat Dana White and make him look silly. Defeat Tyson Fury, make him look silly. Defeat Inside Boxing Live, make Chris Algieri and Dan Canobio look silly. Francis Ngano is just taking dubs. Taking jobs, even though he, he took a lot, he took an L. He, he took an they L were celebrating the, after. Did you see the, the video? The it was awesome. Yeah, was, I mean, his whole should. team was like lifting up. Tyson is in there, and then someone goes to Tyson. The, the videos that came out of it afterwards were amazing. Like it looked like a legit movie of, of a guy. It was Rocky, a guy coming from nowhere, getting that shot, losing a close fight, knocking down the champ, losing, 
but then getting celebrated, getting carried out of the ring. Like, I didn't think I'd be able to see that in real life. And it wasn't staged. I don't hear anyone say that. That was a real fight. No, no. 15, 15 years from now, we're going to have basically, uh, it's going to be a Rocky S movie, but it's going to be Francis Ngannou. <laughs> it's going it's right? to be the life story of Francis Ngannou. And it's going to be basically the, the new age Rocky in, in 15 years. I, I'm not I'm not shocked if there's the scripts with Hollywood right now is drawing up scripts and they're going to be pitching him because he what he came from, as Ariel explained in the last show, Crazy. he knows better than us, like to come from legit nothing like extreme poverty well to... the, the 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 rogan interview was they go really really deep on it it's pretty amazing yeah extreme poverty you know he was in jails he was trying to immigrate to paris he, he signs with the yeah, ufc he like, he like walked there <laughs> it's, like, it's insane man insane. It's like insane. twice too and then to, to go up against the ufc you know what you just don't do to take a leap of faith and i don't think a lot of people understand that like the leap of faith that he, that he took to leave the ufc because they just, oh, it's just another it's another high paid athlete who who catch on somewhere. But to do that and then to get the boxing fight and then to ultimately take Tyson uh, Fury to the brink was pretty awesome stuff. And uh, what a moment! What a what a shot in the arm for 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 boxing, I I believe. And just when we thought there's nothing to talk about, a, a slow week or slow month until December, Francis Gano comes along and then the heavyweight division hopefully gets a little juice pumped uh, into it. Great episode, Chris. I, I enjoyed it very much. What's what's going on the rest of the week? Uh, I got Pro Box this week, so I got some fights on Wednesday. They're always good. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to that, always. Yeah, man. I was with uh, Paulie this weekend over at Manda yes. Serrano. It was a great weekend, man. A great weekend of boxing all around. It was also Shaq Foster uh, in Rocky Oh, Hernandez. man, he's good. Ooh. That was a great fight. Round of the oh, year, round, round 11. He's good, man. We we, we called we – called, uh, we predicted that he was going to beat um, – uh oh man I'm, I'm drawing a blank um who's the uh the oh, Mexican Cep fighter that moved yeah, up? yeah yeah what's his name uh Cepeda no Not no Cepeda. no no the big tall um, guy yes 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 I have his uh, his face is right there I right? know I know I, I'm I apologize to him very much right now um very good fighter too he's but, been a uh, champ yeah. for for a while yeah and he moved up to fighter shocky and we predicted that shocky was gonna beat right. him um but he looked he looked phenomenal this weekend he's a, he's an excellent fighter excellent that was an fighter. awesome fight and Amanda Serrano um. Going 12 rounds, women's boxing, throwing 12 over 1,100 11, punches. It was just like a, a real treat and an honor to be a very small part of that, to be on the call. Alongside Holly Holm, Leila Ali was there. Christy Martin was in attendance. There was like 4,100 people packed into a, a ballroom at the Holly was on Royal. the call with you guys, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was She was awesome. She was seeing things in there, and she could uh, you know, speak to the fact of, of two-minute rounds or versus three-minute rounds, and she fought five-minute rounds in, in UFC, so... Awesome boxing weekend. We'll be back maybe later in the week, if not next week, for sure. Protect yourselves at all times. Keep your hands up at all times. Stay out of those DMs. Francis Ngannou is the king of boxing. We out.